0: As two dads, we do all the things every other parent does. We change poopy diapers, make breakfast and school
1: lunches every morning. Hey there, and welcome to Becoming Dads. I'm Jonathan West. And I'm Thomas West. Each episode, we're dedicated to sharing our journey on becoming dads while diving deep into the things that matter. Are you ready, Thomas? I'm ready. All right, let's get into today's episode. Hey folks, and welcome to Becoming Dads, where we talk about our journey to becoming dads while discussing everything that matters. We are your hosts, Jonathan and Thomas West. In today's episode,
0: we'll be talking about our debut book, a kid's book about gay parents. We're really excited to present the book. I know we talked about it in the last episode, but you know, this book was really important for us um, in many ways. One was we wanted to present something for our kids. We wanted yeah. our kids to feel like this was a part of their story. We wanted to write it for other potential families in the future and maybe those that already exist but don't feel like they can be who they are. Um, So, uh, you know, obviously there's another aspect of this book, which is getting it out to the general public who (laughs) may not think that families like us should exist, which we will talk about in a little bit, but it's also just a way of saying, you know, hey, we're here, we're normal, like everyone else. Um, we do a lot of the same things that everyone else does. Um, we just, as we said in the last episode, we just happen to have two dads. To um, so be two dads. To be two dads, yeah. yeah.
1: So, I will. I will add, though, that I think the idea that we want to normalize our family isn't exactly that, the truth, the quotes, you know. yeah. So it's not that we want to normalize our family or families like ours. Um, but we want all of the people out there who think that a family should only be a mom and a dad to acknowledge and accept that the average family
0: just doesn't look like that. I I think you said the key word. It's acceptance. We, We go by acceptance through visibility. That's a really important thing for our family. We want our story to be heard in as many places as possible and Ultimately, we want other people to see us. And because they see us, they can potentially make it a little bit more acceptable for them. Because, you know, when we were traveling a long time ago in the South, we might have been in places where a uh, two-dad family with two girls just didn't show up on a daily basis in in their community. Yeah. Um, not that they weren't there. Not that they weren't there. They felt like they couldn't yeah, potentially um, show. So that's why we thought it was important to write this book. That's why we are doing this podcast and sharing our story with all of you. Yeah. But so stick around
1: because we're going to be doing a full reading of the book in just a few minutes. But before we get
0: there, we need to cover a bit of business. We want you to come along on this journey and be a part of this conversation. So be sure that you hit that subscribe button because I don't want to miss one thing. That, was that too dad jokey? Was that a dad joke? It was trying. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. And we actually
1: talked about this ahead of time. I don't, I still don't get it.
0: All right, well let's talk. Let's stop talking about the '90s references that don't include the Golden Girls. Um, Which reminds me, every episode
1: we'll both share something that recently happened that really wasn't our best moment. Yeah, I mean it's a time for us to
0: be super honest with you about our regular failures as dads, which happens on a daily basis. So we can get back up, do it again, and a little better next time. As parents or anyone really, not just dads,
1: grownups, parents, it's important to remember we shouldn't judge ourselves by the mistakes we make, but how we recover and learn from them. So. Do you want to go first or should I? I think you should go first. Okay. I don't know why I asked that. You should just go
0: first. Right. Yeah. I just want to get it out of the way. So here's the thing. I don't have like a really horrible one, but this is related to um, the fact that I am now 40. And um, sleeping on a hard floor is probably not something I should be doing on a regular basis. But You were
1: anyway, more used to doing that 20 years ago. Sure. When 20, I was in college, 20 years ago.
0: ago. How crazy is that? So I <laughs> did not want, there's always this like, this, this jumble of who's gonna be sleeping in what bed because someone's scared of the dark, or someone's being cranky, or um, someone wants a little bit more cuddle time, whatever it is. Right, we have six
1: kids, Four five, kids. Oh, sorry, you're right. Four kids, six people in our family, five beds, which means everyone has a bed, mm-hmm. but that doesn't, that doesn't always work.
0: No. So last week, uh, everyone was asleep but Henry and Henry's the only one who's still in a crib, and instead of, like, he's not really one to take out of his crib and take into our bed and, like, get him back to sleep or anything like that, so I decided, you know what, I'm just gonna lay down on the floor in front of the crib. We have um, concrete floors in our house, and let me just say, I woke up three hours later, and it felt (laughs) like I had probably slept for a week um with no padding or anything underneath me and I felt it for the next day so my thing is is that if I'm gonna do that remember to put something underneath me like take a cushion off the couch something
1: yeah I have to admit that it was actually really great for me because usually there are two other kids who have you know a woken up from a nightmare or j- just didn't want to sleep in their bed and, and they always, they almost always generally fall asleep in their bed, right. but one or two of them always makes it into our bed at some point in the night. So for you to leave and have to go sleep on the crib next to Henry, just, get, just gave me a little bit more room. So it's, it's, I, if you wanna do that more often, I'm, I'm honestly, totally okay with that. It's without.
0: process of elimination, right? If three of the kids are asleep, you gotta figure out what the one thing is that we can do that's gonna keep us from waking up any others. Yeah, so,
1: so what's yours? mine, here here's the thing. I don't, I, it's not that I don't know how to cook things and I but I just don't really put any effort into doing it and generally at least 90% of the time you're making dinner. For those of you listening, I'm smiling really wide. Yeah. <laughs> so just a couple nights ago, you know, we'll make pizza once a week, once every other week or something. I don't know, just throw it in the oven cuz it's quick and easy and most of the kids will eat it. You were like, "Hey, turn on the oven to this." And I I don't remember you telling me what was going to go in the oven, but you're like, just put the pizza in the oven. So I did, I put two different pizzas in the oven, and for whatever reason, it's not like I, I just put it right on the rack, because I like it to be crispier, right? So anyways, it got, one of the first times I had made dinner in weeks, maybe even months, I don't know, it started, the cheese from the pizza started dripping from both of them, Mm-hmm. And I went to go open the oven because I didn't realize that was happening anyhow. Because, you know, it's you just put pizza in, you cook it, it's done. That's it. But I opened it up and the cheese had been dripping. And anyways, it was starting to fill up with smoke. And then the house was starting to fill up with smoke. So the first time, the whole point of this is, to me, is for me to say that the first time that I had made dinner in weeks or more, I basically burnt it. And the whole house was full of smoke. And the whole house was full of smoke. So I had like, like, like the oven fan going, all the windows open. Um, so that's Oops. mine. So I, I guess next time we do have those little pizza trays, I could yeah. put it on that. I feel like it still would have dripped. but it probably would have. But it, it's still funny. So either I put a rack underneath the pizza, like the pizza tray, mm-hmm. or I just don't make dinner. That's the solution to that problem. You'll probably go with the latter. Okay. So now that that's out of the closet, let's. <laughs> get into it and read the book. All right, right, so our book is what, 66 pages? Sure. So we're gonna read the entire book um, and we'll start with the dedication.
0: Do you wanna start with that? Yeah. So the dedication for Grace, Charlotte, Eleanor, and Henry. You are loved, you are wanted, and you will always belong. And then
1: now the intro. Um, So our book is, I'll briefly describe this. I guess I think because it's important, our book is designed um, to be read either just by a by kid. It's I think the age to the suggested age is five to nine, but you know they can be really be any age. Um, but it is particularly designed with the intro and the outro to so that you can read it together with your kid, so a kid and an adult or a grown up or whoever it is in their lives. So here's the intro. How many gay parents do you know? Probably not many, but that's okay. That's why we wrote this book. Most of us already know that families can look different, but how often do we think about the different types of parents in our communities? We're two dads with four kids and want to help you teach the kids in your life that there's no right or wrong way to be a family. We hope that sharing our family's story will help build greater compassion and understanding for gay parents and their kids. Our story shows others they are not alone and can be proud of who they are. This book is designed to help people learn that the kids of gay parents are loved, wanted, and they belong, and to teach them that families are built on love no matter who
0: their parents are. This book is about families. In our family, there are two dads. Our kids call us Daddy and Papa. Mm-hmm. We even have hats we like to wear that say that. Other grown-ups call us Jonathan and Thomas. When we met a very, very long time
1: ago, we knew we loved each other but it wasn't until we saw our friends starting families that we knew being a family was what we wanted. We knew creating a family was important, amazing, and the right path forward for
0: us. So right away, we began. Together, we started calling people to learn more about adoption. And we did lots and lots of homework. Although we built our family through adoption, We found there are many ways to build a family, biologically, surrogacy, adoption, foster care, just to name a few. One of our
1: kids tells her friends that she has a daddy, a papa, and
0: a birth family. And another of our kids likes to talk about their first biological family and their second adoptive family.
1: In our family, it's important that our kids know where they came from. We build traditions together, and we also work to stay true to our kids' inherited traditions from their birth families. No matter who we are as a family today, we want our kids to hold on to their own
0: heritage. When we were growing up, we didn't see people in our communities, on television, or in movies or books who looked like us, even though We're grown-ups now, we didn't know it was possible to have a family because we hadn't seen one like ours. Something important to us is being as visible as we can to show ourselves, our family, and everyone that a family like ours is amazing and possible. It's something we call acceptance through visibility.
1: If we can make a difference for one other person, or one other family, we know we've done the right thing by sharing our story.
0: And no matter who you grow up to be, you can build a family too. Families look different, no matter if you have a mom and a dad, two moms, two dads, one mom, one dad, a grandparent raising you, different skin colors, different hair types, or different traditions. Some people think families
1: should only be a mom, a dad, and kids, but we
0: know that's not true. There are so many types of families. Ours is just one kind. We want
1: you to know, whatever your family is, it is exactly right and not better or worse than any other family. That's
0: right. right now, Our family is two dads, four kids, three dogs, four ducks, and five chickens. And people always ask if we plan to grow our family. Our answer is we don't don't know. know.
1: Daddy always says no.
0: But Papa always says maybe.
1: Our answer together is we'll know when it's right,
0: just like we always have. It took a lot of hard work to build our family there were times we weren't sure it was going to happen and we want you to know that the kids of gay parents are wanted loved and they belong in our house we like to be adventurous silly and accepting watch movies eat popcorn have breakfast for dinner play on the swings ride our bikes eat pancakes with real maple syrup, (laughs) make molasses cookies, read books, wear lots of plaid and sweaters, because we live in Vermont, and be normal, just like your family. In our family, whenever anyone toots, we say, (laughs) ta-da! As two dads, we do all the things every other parent does.
1: We change poopy diapers, make breakfast and school lunches every morning, pick out clothes, brush hair and teeth, drop kids off at school, do lots and lots of laundry, Mm -hmm. help with homework, make dinner, and eat lots of ice
0: cream together. All parents have a lifelong responsibility to their kids. We have chosen them and brought them into our lives.
1: We made the choice to care for, love, support, and raise our kids for as long as we're alive. It's a lot like the promises we made to one another out of love when we got married. We chose to do this, to be parents. It isn't always easy, it isn't always fun, but our family is what we've chosen. For all of the times that are hard, there are many more moments which remind us why we chose to
0: start a family in the first place. Like watching our kids grow, or the first time our kids said, Hi, Hi, Papa." Papa. Love truly makes a family. Our family may look different from yours, and maybe we look the same, but at the end, of the day.
1: Love is what unites us all.
0: Okay, now the outro. Now that you've learned more about gay parents and what diversity looks like, it's time to do the hard part. Talk to your kids about any of the preconceived notions you might have about gay parents and their families. Kids are ready to learn and learn best when the grown-ups in their lives are honest, transparent, and vulnerable. To start, read this book again together and be honest about how it made you feel. You can even reach out to us on our socials if you find yourself stuck on something. Next, share this book with your friends and family. They might have some of the same preconceived notions that you had before reading our book It's never too early or too late to start this important conversation. Finally, help us do the work outside of this book. Share our story whenever the topic comes up. Let's change the ill-conceived narrative that all families look one way. All kids deserve a home where they are wanted and loved, and we know it doesn't matter who their parents are To achieve that so that's our debut kids book yeah on the next episode we're gonna share with you all of the hate we've received online over the past few weeks
1: yeah they've almost entirely been online which Mm -hmm. is fortunate Um, but we wouldn't be exaggerating by saying that they've been direct and indirect threats to our family absolutely yeah, I mean, even if someone's just posting a meme, but it's a very violent, suggestive meme, I still consider that a threat. Now, whether or not it's a direct or indirect threat, I think you, that's questionable, but there have been a lot.
0: Yeah, I mean, so I mean I hundreds, hundreds of, over the last couple of years. There's a lot of, of keyboard warriors out there that are hiding behind the screens, but it still is difficult to um, receive that on an ongoing basis. And yeah, and 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 and, you know the the ferocity of some of them is just so like powerful. I mean they're they're not just like going oh look at those guys. No, they're not. That's like benign. We've taken screenshots.
1: We're gonna share all of that in 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 the next show. Um, But it just because some of them have basically all of them have been online. So you referred to them as keyboard warriors. Mm The people that go out and hurt other people in the real world and start things, yeah, it starts online. yeah, a lot a lot of those things start online because people feel like it's a safe place to do it. Like I can't tell you the last time someone actually said those things to my face. yeah no. it, it's been it's been forever. but we're we now are live in a climate where people feel like it's okay to say those things and they feel safe doing it behind a screen. So,
0: if you've joined us for the first two episodes, which obviously you're listening to us now, we've kept things pretty calm, cool, collected, and we've just presented ourselves and our family. I think it's safe to say that next week, the gloves are gonna come off just a little bit, and we're gonna... Well, I I wanna be honest. Yeah, I mean, well, honest is...
1: I think, well, not, not just honest, but I think it's important for our friends, family, and allies to see that this is still a reality that we live through every day right right you know a a lot of our friends particularly this month because it's it's pride it's pride month um it's typically so that's generally celebrated in the month of june it depends on where you are whether or not they do it in different months because of like heat or you know just temperature in general or timing um but even a lot of our friends on social media have been sharing some of the hateful really nasty and disgusting things that people have been sending them and some of the responses they get back are why are you you know from some of their friends have been why are you sharing this information why are you um i you know even one of them in particular shared where they worked or the business that they owned and not that we want to use this next show to target people in that way um but i actually think that's important to do because if someone runs a business let's just just call it use one one as an example a florist shop in washington state and they're leaving threatening messages on someone's instagram account i i I think it's only fair and responsible of us and the people who are receiving those messages to share that right Mm -hmm. because if Someone who owns a business and shares that prominently and publicly on their social media accounts and then starts leaving these hateful, threatening comments and images in someone else's account, everyone should know that. I mean, generally speaking, those people have the right to say whatever they want as long as it's not harassment, threatening, you know right but yeah. at the same time we have if if they've already shared what their business is and where they work and who they are and their full name, I think it's only fair for us to be sharing that with our friends and family and allies so they know it's still happening to this day. I also day.
0: think that it's important for us to highlight the fact that just like, um, you know, there's always been comments about how we only celebrate Black History Month in the month of February, and then the other 11 months, you know, what what happens? And then then there's, you know, some people that say, well, why do you need a whole month to celebrate pride. Oh, do you, have
1: you seen the meme well not the meme, but have you how many times have we heard people say well when when's straight pride month? Yeah,
0: when's straight Pride. but my my point is is that, you know, I think because of all the rhetoric that's happening right now in America and and for the most part around the world. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm seeing this is happening in Australia, this is happening in the UK, this is happening everywhere. Canada. In Canada, I mean we are this month in particular Tends to bring everything to a precipice. On, like, I mean, you can k- kind of see how things are being chipped back away from the progress that was made over the past several years in in equality. When we thought we were making significant progress, we have corporations that are now pulling back their um, their representation of LGBTQ plus, um, or, you know, pride products because target. Of, Target. And, yeah, I mean, they're worried about the safety of their um, their employees or whatever it is. The fact of the matter is, is that y- y- if you're going to be an ally, you need to be an ally all the time, and you need to be present, and you need to be the voice for communities like us. Yeah, no, you need to be an ally 24 hours
1: a day, yeah. seven days a week.
0: And I'm I'm and- really disappointed in Target. I'm I, honestly, I guess, I'm not surprised, but you know, even Starbucks, we're getting like, you know pull back from Starbucks companies that we have made it a point to support over other companies because they support us. They support us. And, you know, it's, I guess it's a two-way street. That's for next episode. But, you know, I think right now is a perfect time to be talking about, you know, here's an example. We're writing a book that's not part of grooming children or or throwing when you go to a library, you have the decision to pick out any book that you want that's at that library. We're not literally saying, you can't leave this library unless you take our book. That's not something that is th- that that we as humans in this country do. Um, So we have this book. We wrote it because we believe that it's great to have representation. Representation matters. It, it does. does. It does. And... Because we've written this book, we're not shoving it down anyone's throat. We're trying to speak to the folks that need that representation so that they feel like they are accepted and that there's someone out there that can think and act and be like them. And and our allies. That that's
1: one that's yeah. kind of a I don't know if that's the secondary reason why we it wrote is. the book, but I already mentioned we need our allies to stand up and show their support twenty four seven, and we're not the first to say this, but we need our allies to not only show up twenty four seven. We need them to do it in person, in public, not just in June. F- putting up, changing their profile on well, Facebook or say, Instagram not, not to being a pride a flag. Warrior themselves. Yeah, no, we need yeah. people to show up. We need people to show up at. For all of the elections at school board meetings, we need them to stand up when they hear something out in public. We need them to talk to their kids and their family members. We need them to do more than just saying "I support X." Um, you know, whether or not it's in June or another month, but we need we need them to do more than just
0: sharing that on a computer. We need them to show up. So that was just a tease of <laughs> next episode. You can see that we are really fired up about this. It's ultimately it's one of the reasons we felt it was important to write the book um, and to be present, acceptance, visibility. We talk about it in the book, but we'll have a whole episode next next time, and we can go into a lot more detail and we'll pull the gloves off a little bit more and be able to talk about some of those things. But yeah, for so that's our show. And if you have any questions. If you have any qu- comments, you can always reach out on Instagram. That's really the kind of the best way to reach out to us. That's at Daddy and Papa. Or you can visit our website, which is daddyandpapa.com, where this book is available, um, which you can also pick up at your local independent bookshops. It's also available online at the major retailers. Yep. Um, and uh, But if you get it from daddyandpapa.com, we will sign it, and we can even put a personal message in it. And don't forget to subscribe,
1: leave an amazing review. Wherever you get your podcast. And share our story with your
0: friends. That's it for today.
1: Oh, and don't forget
0: to vote.